and welcome to the one-on-one -on -one Diabetes Care Podcast program, looking at different type 2 personalities, different coping styles, different supporting roles, switching hats in type 2 care. In each episode, you will hear from various experts across the diabetes care space in Canada to bring you perspectives, real-life patient scenarios, and tools on how to tailor behavioral support strategies based on the different personalities and coping styles of people with type 2 diabetes. My name is Dr. Jeremy Gilbert, and I am an Associate Professor and Program Director for Adult Endocrinology and Metabolism at the University of Toronto. It is my pleasure to welcome you to this episode of this podcast series, Uncovering the Type 2 Simplifier, Deeper Dive into Their Self-Management Behaviors, and Adapting Your Supporting Roles for Their Individualized Care. Before we delve into this episode, I'd invite you to take a moment to reflect on people with type 2 diabetes under your care. Can you identify those who seem to be set in their ways? Perhaps even placing diabetes care on their back seat, and as a result, try to avoid implementing changes to their behavior toward their self-management of diabetes. Individuals with type 2 diabetes who seem pretty comfortable in not looking for a lot of change and strategically plan their routines to simplify their life while avoiding being too close to their diabetes may still represent a proportion of people with barriers or challenges. Identifying this coping style in your practice and recognizing ways to best support them could help them overcome certain hurdles toward their self-management behaviors, even if it's one hurdle at a time. And so this third podcast episode aims to provide practical applications of the simplifier's coping style, as well as supporting roles that you can adopt and tailor for this patient archetype. And this will be achieved through anecdotes based on my clinical experience. For example, I can think of a patient who's taking NPH twice per day with variable sugars and hypoglycemia. When I introduce the idea of a second generation basal insulin that can be taken once per day with less variability and less hypoglycemia, she was very resistant to the idea. I had difficulty understanding why should we not want this preferred insulin choice? So how do we identify the simplifier among people with type 2 diabetes under our care? The simplifier can be identified by recognizing their specific attitudes and characteristics. So generally, they have accepted living with diabetes and may be more experienced with it, thereby believing that they have a good hold on it. While open about their disease, they may not be keen on simply being told what they can or cannot do. Consequently, the simplifier feels that they are in control. They have an independent nature, are self-accepting of their diagnosis, and are satisfied with their approach to self-managing the, the disease. Simplifiers may not be paying as close attention to their self-management approaches as they should. And they may also view their diabetes with less sense of urgency due to other health or life issues that may be dealing with simultaneously. As simplifiers may be placing their diabetes down on the priority ladder, their behaviors toward self-management of this disease may, therefore, be negatively impacted, such as reduce likelihood to adopt healthy eating plans or advice, hesitation to integrate physical activity, especially physical pain was previously experienced. 
increased likelihood to skip or delay medication intake if symptoms are manageable, monitoring their glucose levels less than recommended, and a mindset of lacking urgency toward their diabetes. So overall, the simplifier thinks that they know what they are doing and they are not as open to suggestions as the healthcare professional would like. However, despite these barriers, the simplifier's self-confidence and desire to live their life fully can propel them to learn and change. In this part of the episode, I'd like to take you on a journey about my experience in supporting the simplifier. So I can recall a recent patient of mine, a 52-year-old female living with type 2 diabetes for 14 years. And when thinking about the characteristics of this person that typify a simplifier, I can recognize her independent nature, which is a common feature of the simplifier, as she insists on staying on glyburide and is resistant to suggestions to improve diet and exercise. She also feels stressed and overwhelmed at times, which may be a consequence of when she becomes aware of the need to reprioritize her approach to self-management. Through our follow-up visits over the years, I've been able to recognize her overall attitude to self-managing diabetes that resembles the simplifier, her perceived difficulty to tolerate other medications given minimal attempts and despite being aware that her diabetes care is not well managed in terms of lifestyle or medications, but does not want to change, indicates resistance to a change in her own consistent approach or routine. So, simplifiers tend to aim for consistent routines to avoid extra stress in their lives. And so they remain comfortable with what they know and what they can do. Consequently, they tend not to actively seek modifying their behaviors as easily, potentially leaving open a therapy plan or pillar of self-management that is subpar, thus jeopardizing long-term health benefits and or increasing diabetes complications. If we take the experience with my patient as an example, one of the pillars of management posing a barrier was her monitoring of glucose levels on a regular basis, even on glyburide. I found that this patient was checking her glucose levels more frequently only just before her doctor visit and her checking only when feeling low. So how did this behavior impact her self-management approach to diabetes? Well, there seemed to be a lack of appreciation for variable sugar levels, like spikes in her sugars or rare occurrences of low sugar levels. So in other words, not making behavior changes to address these issues. In episode one of this podcast series, Dr. Vallis discussed the supporting relational roles, the investigator, coach, counselor, reinforcer, and advocate that can be adopted by the diabetes care provider. How the roles are used to help the, the person would depend on their coping style. For simplifiers, they can be helped the most by adopting a coach role, followed by investigator, counselor, reinforcer, and advocate. Undertaking these supporting roles would, of course, be within the scope of your practice, and referral to a relevant specialist is recommended if beyond this scope. In the interest of time for this episode, I will share my insights into how I approach the coach and investigator role for my simplifier patient to help overcome her barriers with monitoring sugar levels. You may, however, consult the one-on-one care website for more general information about the other supporting roles for this patient archetype. In in terms of the coach role, as a source of encouragement, I expressed that regular monitoring of sugars would be very valuable and why it would be helpful to her needs. 
This was coupled with the suggestion to check once per day before her meal so that she would associate checking sugar levels with mealtimes and could therefore serve as an easy reminder. Adopting the investigator role, I aimed to identify her daily habits or routines. And this resulted in discussions about some reasonable goals with respect to several aspects of her care, such as an after dinner walk around the block, trying to limit comfort foods like cookies and cake, and aiming to check sugar levels once per day. And so, as you can see, by identifying these goals with this person, it enabled further education through the coach role into ways to overcome the barriers associated with sugar monitoring. So what was the impact of this person's diabetes and self-management approach? Well, her fasting blood sugar improved and she was successful in checking sugar levels once per day at various times, despite some ongoing variable levels. Also, a change to her diet to limiting sweets was successful for a few weeks and so on. It, and really, it's still an ongoing challenge that we are working on together. So, as we are nearing the end of this episode, I'd like to draw some key takeaway points. Firstly, despite their independent nature and acceptance of their disease, when simplifiers are challenged by the ebbs and flows of their diabetes journey, their hesitation in readjusting their routine and lack of reprioritizing as recommended to meet the desired outcomes may result in long-term health complications. Secondly, as diabetes care providers, we can help simplifiers. First and foremost, by coaching them to adopt strategies that are practical yet impactful. These strategies can be individualized by identifying simplifiers specific habits and routines through the investigator role. Additionally, adopting a counselor hat to listen and provide support as well as, well as reinforcing their positive attributes and playing the advocate role to support behavior change may promote a tailored management plan that enables them to successfully overcome their challenges. To conclude, I'd invite you to listen to other episodes in this series, which highlight the other two patient archetypes, as well as the theory behind these coping styles. You may also consult the one-on-one -on -one care website for more information about the topics discussed in this episode. So I hope this episode has given you some practical insights in identifying the simplifier and supporting them to enhance their self-management of type 2 diabetes. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more information, to complete the one-on-one -on -one care self-learning program or to access a variety of practical resources, please visit www.1on1care.ca.